I thought the the dialogue that was going to launch a thousand fanfics was going to be uh, Din telling asking Cobb if he could buy him a drink. Matthew, when so, you've bought me a drink before, was there any um, subtext to that? Absolutely. Oh, okay, cool. All right, just just want to double check. Just want to double check. We are live with another episode of the Boba Fett After Show. We are talking about episode six. Uh, this was a big episode. If you are watching us, seeing our lovely faces, you can see us. Uh, then that means you are watching the live stream. And if you're watching the live stream, you're on volume.com slash the Keeg Show. You're on twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show. Or you're at youtube.com slash the Keeg. I'm your host, Demetra Pereira. We also got co-host Matthew Mori. Uh, Matthew, say hi to the to the lovely audience. Hi to the lovely audience. How is everybody? I'm doing good, but really, who do we really care about who's doing good? It's our guest, guest of this episode, episode six guest. You may know her as Miss Marauder, either on TikTok or constantly in our chats uh, for all our episodes. Anytime we've referred to Miss Marauder, because I think like last episode, yeah, last episode, we were just constantly, most of the episode was just like, Miss Marauder says this in the chat. Miss Marauder says this in the chat. And so uh, we got Miss Marauder, a.k.a. Sarah. What's up, Sarah? How's it going? Hello. I am a real person. It's true. And now I'm here. <laughs> I'm I, good. I, I'm so glad you're a real person. Has anyone told you that before? No, never. Okay. okay. Um, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm excited. Yeah. Happy um, to be here. Got a good week happening so far. Okay. Is it, are these episodes better when you have a good week leading up to it or a bad week leading up to it? I, I think a good week. I mean, it's only Tuesday. So, you know, if I have a really long Tuesday and then I know I have to stay up for it, I'm less excited about the episode. Yeah, that's fair. And like you've been digging, I know you we've we've talked about this episode in the or last episode at least uh, in the past. Uh, you've been digging these episodes for a specific reason, right? Yeah, I love the Mandalorian. I love Dinjarin. Uh, I it's everything to me. This is uh, I <laughs> I have a Mandalorian tattoo. Um, I also mm -hmm. have a I also have a Boba Fett tattoo though. So I do have Boba Fett life. where. Um, <laughs> no, I'm um, just quoting the movie. You don't have to. I mean, but I mean, okay, yeah. It's a little personal, Dimitri. It's yeah, all I, was, <laughs> I was quoting the movie. <laughs> I also do. Uh, my daughter and I do a Mandalorian and Baby Yoda cosplay or Grogu. Yeah. Sorry. So I have full Mandalorian armor, and she has a little baby Grogu crocheted hat and the it's so cute. Um, yeah. And she's um, she I, she's gonna watch this episode tomorrow, and she's gonna lose her mind. She is going to have to learn how to jump real high soon enough. Yeah, that's all I can say. I do wish I could move her with the force to make her walk faster. I was very yeah. jealous of watching that happen. Anyone yeah, yeah. with a toddler is like, oh, I do wish I had the force. <laughs> I'm sure you could mimic it by like you have a harness on her and like one of those long sticks, and then just kind of yeah move her. I think that would, that would put everyone in danger. 
Yes. <laughs> like a 10 yeah. foot long stick yeah. just to constantly move her in front of you. you that know? would be the most fun way to get kicked out of Disneyland, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just be mowing people down. Um, Lamest way is the selfie stick. <laughs> to, to hit someone? Yeah, selfie stick. You can kick that design yeah. for that. I feel... I feel embarrassed because I have a selfie stick and I it works. No, it, no, don't it, be. I'm saying don't be embarrassed. I'm just but, saying selfie yeah. sticks get a bad rap, but yeah, also because of the random people that are just swinging them around. Will you? Yeah, yeah. The the day that my shame around having a selfie stick went away was a very empowering day for me because I'm a single lady and I go places by myself, and you know to be able to you know get a selfie, get a good yeah. picture that's not just yeah. an angle. It's fantastic. Yeah, but yeah, they will make you throw it away if you take it this time. Right. What people don't realize is the further, the closer the camera is to your face, the more distorted it is on a on a cell phone. So when you're doing a selfie at arm's length, like you're taking up most of the screen, the edges get distorted. But when you get a selfie stick, you get enough of a vantage that you're not distorted. And so um, I think I, we all need a little bit of selfie stick in our life. I just want to say thank you for hosting this late night photography class. Yeah, um, not enough people are interested in <laughs> for people out there, you know. Um, speaking about photography, photography turned into cinematography over time uh, with the with the uh, development of moving pictures, or they as they, and then it became the talkies. And now, cut to February second, two thousand twenty-two. We have another very Mandalorian heavy episode of Book of Boba Fett. I okay. <clears throat> how do I how do I put this? After last week, we thought that that was kind of it, right? Because Bo- Boba Fett has one more episode, right? Book of Boba Fett, at least in this show. Uh, is this? I hate to ask Sarah this because I know her answer. Is this too much Mandalorian? I so I have incredibly mixed feelings about this episode. I I think there was not enough Mandalorian, and I. When I say this out loud, I think my father will wake from a dead sleep and call to yell at me. I think there was too much Luke Skywalker. Oh! I, I don't, I don't care. This is my most cancelable thing I've ever said. Uh-huh. I don't, I don't care that much about Grogu and Luke. I care about Din and Grogu. Like, uh-huh. I, I know he's going to choose Din over Luke. So to spend this much time, especially in a Book of Boba Fett episode, learning about his Jedi training, even though we know he's going to put on that little chain link thing with some little trousers and go back to Din, it it seemed very odd to me. And there was also yeah. like that, there was an Uncanny Valley thing happening with, with Luke. I think it was his haircut, maybe, that kept throwing me off. Um, yeah, I and also I want to punch Ahsoka in the face, but I can get to that. <laughs> yeah, uh, there was a lot going on, a lot of random characters, but a lot of Star Wars related, like, like uh, classic iconic characters. Uh, Derpy Gaming out there, I want to do a shout out to Derpy Gaming. Uh, Derpy Gaming says hello, real person, because we were talking about how you are a real person. Uh, Derpy Gaming's out there on YouTube. Uh, Derpy Gaming also says, "Did I just watch a Star Wars masterpiece?" And 
I think what we're learning is that like through these shows, through these different movies, again, through Rogue One and Solo and the sequels and the prequels and the original trilogy and Clone Wars and whatever, everybody has a different reason they like Star Wars and they have a different thing they like about it, right? Um, so Derpy Gaming is saying Star Wars Masterpiece. You are saying Not Enough Mandalorian. Me, on the other hand, um, I think that it's Boba Fett's show. And I feel like we're distracting from it, especially because we know Mandalorian's getting a season three. It's not like Mandalorian was canceled and you want his story to continue in the spinoff. Okay, if that was the case, maybe. But I feel like it's Boba Fett's show and he essentially lost two episodes. I don't yeah, know if- I, I feel weird. like if even, I would add a third scenario to that, which would be, if we were getting the Mandalorian season three in three months or four months and they needed to like wet our appetite for it and be like, hey, don't forget Mandalorian season three is coming, but we don't know when Mandalorian season three is coming. Right. So to spend that much time prepping for it and then have yeah. it be sometime in the distant, not too distant future seemed a little odd. Right. Well, Matt had a theory. Was it Matt's crazy theory last time? Yeah, I mean, I was only half serious. Well, not even right. half serious, but I was like, it was like a what if the next, the next what thing on the docket is Moonlight or Moonlight in March thirtieth? It's or like March, yeah, the end of March. That's enough There's time whole... to squeeze in a season of Mandalorian it's, in between it's now and two then. Months. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they'll just be like, surprise! Here it is. I mean, they got it's everybody together, gap. right? Yeah. I mean, it's a two-month gap that we don't have anything Marvel or Star Wars. That's kind of weird, right? It's kind of mm-hmm. sus, as the as the Gen Z kids say, you know? They're not saying that anymore. They're not? Is, no. is it sus that I'm saying sus? Yep. That's a very okay. millennial thing to be saying sus in 2022. Oh, okay. That's, it's not, it's, it's chuggy. It's chuggy. What is chuggy? I think, the, I think that millennials invented Chugi. I, I don't think, think so Gen too. Z even did that. We did I, that to I, ourselves. <laughs> I think it. I think it was to out any millennial for being a millennial. It's like if you say the word Chugi to pretend you're Gen Z, you're actually an undercover cop. You know the hell is Chugi? Exactly. It's Chugi's negative. Like, it's just a negative word. It's the new like basic. Oh, is that what it is? I just thought it was like nasty. Yeah. That's Chugi. It's no, negative. I think it was okay. the new way. It's like the Ugg boots. It's the same joke we've been telling for millennia. Okay. Okay. Fair. I just I just want to acknowledge how spoiled we've become that we're like, I don't know, there's two whole months between it's yeah. Marvel TV show. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. But I have to look ahead. I have to look, I have to yeah, plan an exactly. after show, you know? So when I see a two-month gap, I'm like. Is it going to be like it pops up and I have to scramble? Sarah, if if Mandalorian pops up right away, either well, either way, I'm going to get you on the show. But if it pops up right away, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to get you uh, uh, to, to, you know. To yeah, I'll in. be on every after show talking about something that I wrote <laughs> down in my notes where I was like, I'm really loving this like crotch in the crotch shot as if the camera is right in mando's like lap and we're shooting up i'm a big fan when was that that? like cinematography (laughs) when he's flying the star when he's flying oh yeah like the point Uh of view is like below him i'm like let's keep that shot going oh no yeah i know you said below him but 
Like at his knees. It's like the camera's at his no, knees. No, I know, but given yeah. the context of what we're talking about, yeah, below, B-E-L-O-W sounds a lot like B-L-O-W. Um, we, we all get it. We, you know, we Which know you love thinking it. Dimitri. <laughs> it's a, it is a weird POV shot, but, um, so, so let's talk about, let's talk about, uh, uh, this episode for whether or not we agree that this was too much or too little, it happened. And there was one episode left of Boba Fett and a lot of shit happened. It, uh, Bam Bustums. Who's Bam Bustums? What's up, Bam Bustums? Bam Bustums is on uh, Twitch. Who would have thought an episode with less than five minutes of Mando would have been the best? Five minutes of Mando would have been the best episode of Boba Fett. Less than five minutes of Mando. Well, less like five minutes of Boba. Yeah, was it about a mistake? That's gotta be a typo. About about. Yeah, Boba. Sorry. You know, uh, Mando still had a good amount of time in this, but still not as much as last episode. Um. Let, let, let's start off. I, I want to throw it to Matthew because uh, Matthew yeah. this whole time has been talking about Cobb Vanth. He's a big Cobb Vanth fan. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I like Cobb Vanth from the Aftermath. I mean, yeah, you know, it was kind of cool. He came up and we got like some Western shootout, you know, and it's uh, very overtly but, Western. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. A lot of the Tatooine scenes have been like that. So that's cool. It it's almost too was... much, right? Is it too Western? Not no, for okay. me, man. Cobb no, Vanth, Cobb no. Vanth specifically. <laughs> He, you could just take him and put him in a western, and it's literally that. Oh yeah, and to, they. To that, I mean, that's why they chose. Yeah. yeah, that's why they chose Timothy Olyphant, right? Because like Justified and. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, Deadwood, right? Mm. So, then it, once upon a time in Hollywood, he plays the, the cowboy too. Mm. Uh, yeah, dude, he's totally awesome, totally badass, and I love it. So, I was happy to see Cobb Vance come back, see him in like a western situation, and like. Guns a blazing, yeah, and uh, yeah, that was really cool. Got off to a really fun start. The first like three minutes, that three minute scene of like him talking down the pikes, and then did he shoot two shots and kill three? He got even, I I don't know. He killed I thought one. I thought one hit two guys. Oh jeez! But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I don't know if you guys saw it. Am I wrong? I did not. If but, anyone, if anyone could do it, it'd be Cobb Vanth. I mean, that'd be I, yeah. Cool. yeah. So the classic like standoff stuff and then the kicking the spice out, I was like, oh, this is good stuff. Yeah, yeah. He hit made them leave the uh the spice and just dumped it out. He could have sold it for a fortune. It's like, no, nah, it's not in my town. He's he's a man of 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 honor and integrity, right? And we're we're seeing that in a lot of this show, and in Mandalorian too, but it takes one person to not be swayed in order to kind of inspire that sort of ethic, right? Whether it's Cobb Vanth, whether it's Boba, you know? And shit's going to go wrong regardless, as we saw at the end of this episode. Uh, But I think shit's going to go wrong regardless. Those bad guys are going to, like, do bad things, but you just have to stay strong with it. My thesis isn't as sound as Matthew's thesis about respect that he he brought up in episode one and two. But you know, yeah, we're all doing our <laughs> doing our part with the show. Uh, Bam Bustum says, "Okay, I'm sorry, but so far, in a way, it would have been amazing to see a show about the Western town, and it wasn't too Western at all. Honestly, that's exactly the same feel it had in the first episode of season one of The Mandalorian." Um, 
Oh, oh. and then Bam Bustum says, also, uh, so I said, he's a man of honor and integrity. So Bam says, also a man of a blaster hole. No. Okay, that's what the, I was like, look at that. I couldn't figure that's out what he was saying. That's what he yeah, yeah. means with that comment. I get it. I get it. It's funny. Um, I would assume Bam Bustum is a man, I guess. <laughs> we don't really know. Yeah, we don't know. Um, Sarah, uh, do you like Cobb Vanth? I love Cobb Vanth. Yeah. Is he ranking high for you or? In what like sense? As, as, as far as characters are concerned. Um, I mean, it was great to see him back, especially knowing that he might be back. I liked seeing him in the role, you know, sans armor. Um, I like his new outfit, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, I like his face, like the way he talks. I like when he's like, that's worth more than your whole town. And he said, maybe I'll retire. I was like, ooh, like it. Um, yeah. I'm going to say he's not dead. I'm going to say I don't he's think he is. gravely injured. I think it's one of those things that unless they pronounce like he's died, that he's just yeah. injured. Yeah, I agree uh, with you. It like the they were subtitle says groans. The subtitle oh. says groans. Yeah. Uh, that being said, that other deputy guy, come on, man. Like seven we, shots. We, boom, 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 we saw boom, that coming, boom. Dude. But like, I feel like Cad Bane purposely chose not to kill Cobb. But he he shot seven shots in the deputy. Like, he could have shot Cobb on the way out. There's no way it wasn't intentional. He shot the sheriff, and he definitely shot the deputy. <laughs> <laughs> um, jet, those Gen Zers won't understand that. Um, millennials barely understand. Uh, Bam Bustum says Bane, being Cad Bane, I had to think for, for a second, is the perfect grit this show needed. He's going to be the new Moff Gideon. Cad Bane is a Western villain, and I don't know why I wasn't expecting him. Were you guys expecting him in this show? I mean, a lot of the chatter online was that he was coming and it had been leaked and everything. So oh, I, I kind of was expecting him. Uh -huh. Well, I'm not surprised he was there, I should say. Not that yeah. I was expecting him. Yeah. You, know, you got to take those leaks for whatever they are. But uh, right. yeah, not surprised he was there. He looked all right. Yeah, I mean, I thought he looked better. Like, I'm glad he was practical and not CGI. So that was cool. Was it practical or was it was it a little bit of CGI? Like, it wasn't. Was it fully practical? Like the whole mouth and the sneer and the his mouth wasn't you know? moving much. Yeah. <laughs> so it looked like it was practical. It looked. I. I mean, I don't. It's not my area of expertise, but I. I. It felt like it was. It looked great. I. I thought it looked great. Did you? Did you like it? Uh, I'm going to no. say my second thing of yeah. the night, um, yeah. which is that I uh, was, you know, coming of age when the prequels came out and when they came out, I hated them, which is something that confuses me about the youngsters that they all love the prequels. I was like, man, I hated them. But yeah. I guess it's because it was new and you don't ever like the new thing. Um, because of that, I never got super into the Clone Wars. Um, and also when it was on TV, I didn't have cable. So I didn't watch right. it when it came out. Um, right, I was right. rewatching my VHSs of Star Wars. So I, I, I didn't have cable. I had four channels. Um, yeah. So I don't have a strong grasp on who Cad Bane is. But when I saw the silhouette walking towards him, I went, oh, I think that's Cad Bane. So that's how... I, I mean, I was must have been expecting him or it made yep, sense yep. that he showed up because as someone 
that has watched Rebels and has a very passing knowledge of Cad Bane, I was like, ah, it's Cad Bane. Like, I know his hat. And I know that he fits, like, that ominous idea. So I... I saw the 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 guy the silhouette standing there, and Cobb Vanth looks, and he's like, "I get everybody inside," and I'm like, "Who could that be?" And I'm rolling through my head, and I'm like, "Well, all the bad guys have been taken onto Boba's side. Like, Chrysanthemum is on Boba's side. Like, who are the villains that we've been introduced to in the shows thus far that would still be on the Pike side?" And I couldn't figure out one, but then I saw the hat and the silhouette, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" and uh, I mean, he definitely fits, and I can't complain. And uh, I liked it. That's 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 what I have to say. I don't know. Uh, I liked I liked what I saw. Yeah. And um, you know, I'm not gonna yuck anyone's yum. Um, but you know, after I'm like replaying through the whole episode, and like I'm thinking, okay, we got Luke in this episode. Yeah. Grogu, Mandalorian. Cad Ahsoka, Ahsoka, okay. Cobb Vance. I'm like, dude, like uh, the whole miss, the whole Boba Fett crew. I miss Star Wars movies, man. <laughs> like, yeah, we I don't need that. these TV shows. Like, just bringing, hey, remember this guy? Like every single week. I I feel um, like with last episode, it was like, wow, it, that was a Mandalorian episode. You know, we got no Boba Fett, and this one was like, well, you get a little Boba Fett as a treat. Like, you get seven seconds of Boba Fett just looking concerned. No lines. He had no lines, but we got all of these other people. I think that's why it was a little overstuffed for me. And, you know, everyone was just busy telling uh, Din Djarin that he can't see his son. Yeah. Uh, We will, we're going to, we're going to get to that in a quick second. Um, uh, That is a good, that's a good segue. In the meantime, though, um, Bam Bussum says it was the Andrew Garfield reveal. Uh, it was very like, cause from, from far away, who's that in that alleyway? Oh, it's Cad Bane showing up. Okay, um, I see who's getting there. I see who's getting Krutik, there. Krutik Patel says Cad Bane, exclamation point, exclamation point, four exclamation <laughs> points. Uh, for anyone out there, I'm seeing a lot of new names. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This is the after show for Boba Fett. We're talking episode six, wherever you guys are and however you're digesting us. If you're watching the live stream, um, Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a, a follow. Subscribe wherever you guys are at. Uh, we do after shows for all these shows, and we do other geek-related shows. So we are the Keeg, uh, and uh, I'm going to try to read all the comments if you guys have questions, comments, or concerns. Um, this was chock full of everything, and it just seemed like is Star Wars going the bigger route of linked series like Marvel is. So now we're like, I know that Star Wars is the galaxy far, far away. It's the bigger, broader thing. But are we going to get huge inter-series crossovers and stuff where series are all kind of heading towards the same destination? Is, you know, is that kind of what we're getting with Star Wars? Is the Marvel treatment? I think so. I mean, that was their goal all along, right? It just didn't really kind of pan out that way after solo came out <laughs> so kinda, right kind of hit the well, brakes that's on a it bit but... different that's a bit different i feel like that is telling different stories in different time periods but like... yeah i think they were gearing up to like do more of that stuff and uh-huh. they put a hold on it because i feel like they were going to do like more interconnected uh, uh stories through movies right television 
But so. like the TV shows, Ahsoka's in the same time period. Uh, Mando, Boba Fett, Rangers of the New Republic, which isn't going to happen anymore, but that was supposed to be in the same time period. We were supposed to get all these shows in the same time period and expect them not to cross over or not to have a single threat to face or a big team-up Avengers-style kind of thing. Because this is the closest we're getting to Star Wars Avengers right now. <laughs> Which is I, Boba Fett being like, let me bring in everybody that I know. It's, it's an interesting idea. And for me, I just think that there are many, many more casual Star Wars fans than there are casual Marvel fans. Because uh, I'm just thinking, like, watching Cad Bane show up and Ahsoka all in this episode, and I'm thinking to my cousin, who was older than me, who I had to explain that Baby Yoda is not Baby Yoda. That's just an affectionate yeah. nickname, because he thought that it was Yoda as a baby. And I'm like, if he was watching this and he saw this, it would be like speaking a different language. So right. I feel like the homework for the Star Wars ones is a lot more. Like I mm. now feel like I probably should, I mean, obviously I should always, but disclaimer, I am a single mom and a teacher and I work a lot. Um, so I am like, well, I should go back and watch Clone Wars all the way through. Um, because obviously this stuff is going to come up more and more and I need to be, a, be as knowledgeable as possible about it or else I'm going to miss out on these moments that everyone's so excited about Cad Bane and I didn't get that moment because I, right. I mean, I wrote in my notes in all caps, Cad Bane. Like, I, I know who that guy you is. Mean, you mean like Krutik Patel? Are you Krutik yeah. Patel on YouTube? Because yeah. <laughs> Krutik Patel put Cad Bane for exclamation points. So... I put Cad, point I question put, mark. Uh, I put Cad Bane two two question marks. Cad oh, Bane. Okay. Cad Bane. Uh, Cad Bane. Two question marks. Okay, fair. Um, what were you? What were you saying before we got? Uh. uh oh, uh, casual Star Wars fans. Yeah. Yeah, but that being said, for example, if we take Cad Bane and Cad Bane alone, you don't have to know Cad Bane to understand that scene. That's true. In fact, to the point where, like, almost they've been doing it really well with Book of Boba Fett, where it's like Chrysanthemum, for instance. Chrysanthemum, you don't have to know that he's been a prominent comic book character for a while now, a couple years. You don't have to know his adventures with Dr. Afra, um, because what you see is what you get. That's the Chrysanthemum that we see. And you don't need to know much more of him unless you want to look into it. To the point where, like, every background person in Star Wars then probably has a backstory. Like, it probably means something. Like, the two people at the, at the, that one, like, cantina in that episode where, where uh, Boba fights those biker guys. You know who I'm talking about? Those two people yeah, are, are actual, friends. they're Luke's friends from deleted scenes from A New Hope. I didn't know that until I looked into it. So, like... Star Wars is a little bit better than that than Marvel is with like yeah I think I, I think I agree like especially with Cad Bane's introduction you know they would have like zoomed in on his hat and he'd be like Cad Bane <laughs> it would have been super fine like super cheesy right yeah and like that name that name doesn't mean anything to like my friend Jason who, who <laughs> asked me like calls me like who's that guy so, yeah did like, they you know, say his name 
No, they didn't say it. No. no. I don't believe they did. No. So you I just... like the introduction. That's a good live live action introduction because it's the first time we've seen them in live action. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They got to they got to nail these introductions because this is going to be the first time a lot of people see it. So yeah, and then they go back and they do that. You know, you can I just, go back and look it up. I know I will get a text from my brother tomorrow going, "Is that a is that a person? Is that a person I should know?" Because he did that with Ahsoka. He texted yeah. me the next day and was like, "Should I know who Ahsoka is?" And I was like, "No, you shouldn't, but you can if you want to." Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ahsoka is really, simply put, Anakin's Padawan, right? Anakin's Padawan that ends up being kicked out of the Jedi Order. That's it. Right? Well, I mean, Rebels, she kind of comes back <laughs> yeah. and she is... Right, right, right. I don't mean that, that's but... all she did, but, like, if you were to sum it up for anyone watching yeah. Mandalorian Season 2... Yeah. She's and Anakin's did, ex-Padawan. Disney Plus did really nice, like here's the essential Ahsoka episodes. So maybe they'll do a Cad Bane thing of like, hey, you just saw Cad Bane on Book of Boba Fett. Here's the right. essential, like here's his, you know, highlight reel. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, ben, ben. Yeah, <laughs> Bam Bustums. I, I was going to bring yeah. up what Bam, Bam is saying. Really and this is something. Them up. Yeah, th- this is something that uh, uh, people um, bring up a lot. And, and I see it though in a lot of fandoms, right? Um, so Bam, uh, uh, let's see. So Bam is saying like this is this show is kind of what the sequels should have felt like, and and I agree. I was let down by a lot of the sequels, uh, but not in the ways that people normally just complain about. Um, and I think that like complaining about the sequels is one thing, but I think why you complain about it or what flaws you find in the sequels, that's where we all like kind of differ. If if that. Um, that's a different thing. Bam. Um, but what Bam is saying is what I'm trying to bring up is I'm going to read the whole thing and then we're, we can talk about it a little bit. Bam says, do you think that they're going to try and erase the sequels and then try and build off of the storylines they're building right now? Because if they had the same passion that John Favreau and Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, uh, I think we're good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because if they had the same passion that John Favreau and Bryce Dallas Howard had for these shows, we could finally get the same deal as Star Wars we had with the originals. Now, I think that Bam, uh, um, thank you, Bam, for, for bringing that up. I think that it's a very nuanced and multi-layered question uh, that you're bringing up there. First things first, I don't. I know for a fact they will not erase the sequels. There's no reason to erase the sequels. If you liked it, if you didn't like it, either way, the sequels are here to stay. Will they fill in the gaps uh, about certain things about the prequels? Yeah, they've been doing that in the comics. The Knights of Ren are in the Crimson Rain comics right now that take place between episodes five and six. So the Knights of Ren that we see in the sequels are between episode, uh, before Return of the Jedi. They're in the comics that take place kind of before that point. Um, uh, Sarah, did you have any thoughts about what Bam was saying? Yeah, I'm going to stretch out with my Oscar Isaac shirt, and then let me do this stretch with my Kylo Ren tattoo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little surprise no one here that I like the sequels. I don't think that they're going to retcon the sequels. No. Um, but I do think that they are smartly going to where most people's loyalties lie. Like, we don't want to see a Ray cameo. We want to see, we don't want to see baby, you know, Ben Solo. 
there with Grogu, we would rather see Cad Bane. So I right. think that they are like they know the temperature of the waters. They know kind of what people would rather see uh, based on what people are liking. And, you know, I think it's all about what where your nostalgia lies. You know, if you have a lot of nostalgia for Clone Wars era stuff, then seeing the Cad Bane stuff will be amazing. If you have nostalgia for the originals, seeing General Leia Organa show up had you in tears. So I feel like it's all based on the things that you're going to like are going to be what you liked, which is, I think, what kind of surprised me about this episode that I wasn't loving the Luke stuff is like, I love Luke Skywalker dearly, yeah. but I didn't love him in this episode. I think because I wanted, I, if that sequence would have been in episode one of season three of The Mandalorian, of him deciding whether he wants to stay as a Jedi, I think it would have engaged me a lot more. But like, especially into the end of the episode, and it was like, stuff starting to blow up on Tatooine. I was like, okay, we could have like taken 30 seconds of frog levitating out to get a little bit more of the Pike Syndicate blowing stuff up on Tatooine, leading to right. the big fight. Um, you know, a little less Mando napping, a little less ant droids, a little more, you know, the ant droids. Ant droids? You're saying ant droids, right? Yeah, that sequence yeah. was long. There yeah. was a long sequence of the rocks being moved. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have some thoughts. Uh, Matthew, do you have any thoughts about uh yeah um is my social media on here yeah it is uh i i like episodes seven and eight so much and i love i love them i love i love last jedi so much and uh i would hate for them to erase it personally i was deciding between my oscar isaac shirt or i have this exact shirt but it says directed by ryan johnson nice oh this is the least controversial (laughs) one i also have the nicer to kelly marie tran you jags i i have a a rose tico t-shirt that i wear often too here's here's the thing uh everybody likes different star wars and and dislikes different star wars some people hate solo some people hate rogue one i like rogue one a lot solo that's good too i wish it could have been better i have constructive criticism for all these things um but when you look at it from a whole and i'll let matthew get back to it when you look at it from a whole i think we first thing we gotta like understand and respect that everybody has uh different opinions especially about something that's so near and dear to a lot of people like star wars marvel same thing star trek same thing for those people but all those franchises fast and furious too like have dealt with Oh, should we retcon things or should we not? Is it getting out of hand? Is it not? What is real? What is not? What's canon? What's not? Um, uh, Fast and Furious 3 Tokyo Drift did really horrible. People hated it. And Fast and Furious had to come back from that. And they didn't even refer to the main characters of Tokyo Drift until the most recent Fast and Furious movie. Because they're like, oh, we're going to pretend like it... Sure, it existed, it happened, but we're going to like move away from that. So even Fast and the Furious did not disavow Tokyo Drift. And I think that's a lesson for us all. I liked Tokyo Drift, personally. <laughs> okay, anyway, cool. Good for you. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, uh, so, I mean, to get to the, the point of the question, I don't, I don't want the sequels to feel like this. Um, you know, I think Rise of Skywalker did kind of feel like that. 
And that's yeah. one of the reasons why I don't like it very much. I like that they went in a new direction, new trilogy, introduced new characters, but kept like, you know, the legacy characters foundation wise, you know, there. Because yeah. that's kind of what we got with the um, original trilogy and the, and the prequel trilogy. Yeah. So episode seven, episode eight. Uh, I think episode seven did nostalgia pretty well. I think episode eight just like completely took the nostalgia and evolved it <laughs> and made it new. So I was really into that. And I kind of that's kind of what I'm scared about with these shows and all these characters popping up and being like, hey, remember this? Remember this? Remember this? I mean, it's cool to see them, and I'm happy that they're they're up there. But, but like I think we already mentioned, like this is the Book of Boba Fett show. Yeah. There's a, not a lot of Boba Fett in the last two episodes. And I was really excited to see his character development from Bounty Hunter to Crime Lord, but we're kind of missing out on that, at least for the last two the episodes. The whole episodes, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't... I like the interconnected connected, uh, connectivity, but... Like that's that can't be the substance of the show, I think. Yeah, personally. Yeah. Um. Let Let's talk about Luke. Let's talk about Mando showing up to the planet. Let's talk about that storyline because there's a bunch of different storylines that was kind of going on in this. There were there was two, and then in the end we kind of connect a little bit. Um. Bam. I'm reading what you're saying. Um. I. Right now, because we know how Luke's story ends we're really only getting the pieces between episode six and episode or uh, episode. Yeah. Six and episode eight, right. Where we're getting these essentially flashbacks, Mandalorian, whether it's book of Boba Fett, um, Luke is training Grogu and Grogu is his first student or hopeful first student. Uh, Sarah, what were your thoughts about seeing Grogu training with Luke other than, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was in the wrong, I think in the right context, I would have definitely enjoyed it, but yeah. feeling already like last episode was, we've spent too much time away from Boba to spend even more time. It was definitely a little frustrating. Um, there were a lot of adorable moments. The, um, you know, parkour, I'm really excited for anyone on TikTok to put the like parkour, parkour music, yeah. um, uh, office audio behind that. Um, yeah. Of course, him using the force to lift him up so he can jump faster. Uh, the flashback to Order 66 through baby, baby Grogu. Yeah. Um, and that was a whole new, like, visual. We've never seen that yeah. scene before, right? That was yeah. cool. Yeah. Sorry, continue. Um, I, I, it felt a little uncanny valley. I had said the other day that I thought they weren't going to give that much screen time to Luke, seeing that they had to kind of CGI him a little bit. Um, and then they did. So that was a little wild for me. Mm. Uh, I wish that he would have, I, I know that it's a Dave Filoni episode that he directed it. Um, so, so was it? Has to be. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes but, a lot of sense. Like I know contractually Ahsoka has to be in it, but at the same time, he could have had that conversation with Luke and I think it would have been a lot more meaningful if he would have heard it from Luke. Like, he's doing really good, but he really misses you. Because what is Ahsoka's relationship with Grogu in this situation? She's not training him. Did she just pop in? Because, you know, he says, am I going to see you again? How, you know, so it's it's a weird to have Ahsoka there. Other than, it seems like Ahsoka was there 
primarily to have her talk to Luke and say, you're so much like your father. And we all get to go like, oh, she mentioned Anakin to Luke. But it was like, it, I think that if he would have talked directly to Luke and Luke would have told him, hey, he's having a hard time because he misses you so much. I think it would have been more emotional for the viewer. I think it would have been more emotional for, for Din. Um, and I would have believed more that he would have left. I didn't really yeah. believe it. I didn't believe that he would have let Ahsoka talk him into leaving without giving him his present or without saying hello to him. Um, yeah. And it broke my heart. He did a voice thing. There was a voice thing where he was like, make sure he's taken care of. And I was like, my man is crying about his son. I literally, I had to write notes because I'm a teacher, so I wrote notes. And I was like, let him see him son. Let him see his son, all capitals, shut up Ahsoka. Grogu reaching out his hand, sad face, like right. as, as the ship went away. So I think the core of, I'm rambling because it's about the Mandalorian, but I think the core of it should have been Grogu has to choose instead of, I think there was a lot of extra fluff that didn't need to be there. Like he's making progress, but he's conflicted. He needs to choose. And I think there was like five minutes in there that didn't need to be in there. Not that it wasn't, you know, nice to watch, but again, I think if it wasn't a Mandalorian episode, if it was in like the first or second episode of the Mandalorian, then I would have enjoyed kind of luxuriating in the training montages because it was appropriate. But because it was a Book of Boba Fett episode, it felt like we were wasting time, which was a bummer because I'm like, I would have liked it any other way. And just let him eat a frog. Let the kid eat a frog. That's the end of my rant. <laughs> ah, I have so many thoughts. I, I have, uh, Matt, uh, you have any thoughts about this? Yeah, they should have recast Luke. That's it. Just a, a whole other <laughs> actor like Alden Ironrick was, Ehrenreich was, uh, was Han Solo? Like, it works like for Cameo, but if we're going to have him, like, be an actual character, they should have recast him. I, I, mean, I disagree. I disagree. I, am I am I on the outs on this one? I wrote down. I wish it wouldn't. It wasn't Mark Hamill's voice, because if the voice and the face don't perfectly match, it's Uncanny Valley. It's weird. Something looks off. And yeah, I, I, I was. And that's no no disrespect to Mark Hamill. I love Mark Hamill. It's yeah. more like trying to respect Luke as a character. It's like because now all I, we're going to talk about it is like how it looks funky. Instead of like appreciating it, I had a couple couple thoughts about that specifically. Um, oh, what's up, Mister Plow? Mister Plow's doing there. Uh, I actually okay, so I didn't really notice the uncanny valley, other than I obviously know, and I just had a suspension of disbelief. That being said, what I did notice is his cadence of voice, and I think it has to do with Mark Hamill back in Star Wars was not an accomplished actor. I mean. He, he's an accomplished voice actor now. So he's learned so many things in these 40 years that now he has to go back and talk the way that Luke talked in the beginning of his acting career. And I think that is would be tough, right? Can you imagine voicing a high school version of you? It's very similar to, um, and, and not to... I don't know, Emma Watson, if you're watching this, I apologize. But when Emma Watson what? does an, an American... 
And she I goes by the it. scream name Bambustins. <laughs> if Emma Watson is watching this, I have other things I would like to say. Um, as in, what are what are you doing on Friday? Um, I it's when here. she does an American accent. You can tell that she's like trying to do an American accent. She's like thinking really hard, and that's like all of this. All of this speaking sounded very intentional. You know, right? Yeah, right. Um. I think that they, behind the scenes, that they're trying to figure out where, uh, where uh, Bam Bustum says, hi, guys from England, Daniel says hi. So I guess Emma Watson and Daniel Radcliffe are hanging out. Um, I think they're trying to figure out behind the scenes where they're going with this, not only the show, but like Star Wars shows. Because I think Ahsoka popped up to kind of, bridge us into the Ahsoka show whenever that turns out. I also think, crazy idea. I think they're testing the graphics of Luke's face and to see whether they can do a Luke-related, not a Luke show, but a Luke-related show. Isn't the time and the place in the penultimate episode of the Book of Boba Fett to test out the graphics of Luke Skywalker's face? I don't agree with it. I'm just saying that's what I think. I think I they're testing why, yeah, it to see if it'll work. Yeah, you like you did it. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa! Don't shoot the messenger. You, why did you let them do this, Dimitri? <laughs> You're going full Cad Bane on me. Hey, listen, I need some I content to talk means. about after the show. Please put in CGI, Luke. <laughs> uh, I didn't think it was that bad. His, his face and stuff. I, I didn't think it was that bad. I thought uh, we could like it'll only get better. It's kind of odd. It looked really good in the close up. But when he got far away and he was like moving around and everything, you can see oh. like kind of like falling around. It looked yeah. it looks pretty bad. Yeah. Like like bad. I mean, as Are a we person, gonna get... as oh, a person that can't draw and doesn't understand how computers work, I'm very impressed. Yeah. But yeah. as a person with eyeballs, I think I looked it up after <laughs> <like>, what <laughs> no it's the best way of being like as uh, you know as a human being i think you're a wonderful person but as a person with eyeballs (laughs) something seems off like i just (laughs) i googled what his hair looked like in return of the jedi Uh i was like i think that's what it is his hair is a little bit darker and significantly shinier so it's like either he has a new skincare routine or he's like Ahsoka taught him about hair masks, which wouldn't make any sense because she doesn't have hair. But um, (laughs) as that came out of my mouth, I was like, that's dumb. Um, But I think it's those things that are different enough that you're like, hmm, something's off. So I think the CGI looks amazing. I thought it looked amazing at the end of Mandalorian. um, And I also thought it looked good in Rogue One when they did it. So, you know, I'm someone that's like, every time I watch a new Pixar movie, I'm like, how are they doing that? Um, you know, so, uh, I, I think it was just those little things. Like the hair was a little bit too thick and shiny. Like he has a bad haircut in Return of the Jedi, but this was like a, it was like a a wig that was too good trying to be a bad haircut, but the hair still looks good. I don't know. Okay. Can't put my finger on it, but there was something. I didn't pay attention to his hair. He had so much screen time. He did. And. I so I think Ahsoka's there because Luke is spending all his time with with Grogu. Like, I don't think he puts Grogu down and then like go would go to talk to Mandalorian to Din, right? 
I mean, he's got to take a nap sometime. Like, what? I feel like he he's getting a like a hundred percent of like Luke's attention. It's almost too much as a teacher to student. Like the ratio is a little off. Yes, I can agree. <laughs> Sometimes my students book hour long office hours with me, and I'm like, I'm cutting you at forty five minutes. Uh, <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, Matthew. I think the real reason Ahsoka was there was to like see if Luke was like, you still up? You think Luke and and you think? What do you think, man? Do you think Luke and Ahsoka are hooking up? You so much of your father. No, that's well, that part's weird. Will I see you again? She, if we can buy the fact that like she is too young to date Anakin. Is she, was she too young to date Anakin? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, too much younger. Then than we can Although say not for Padme's standards, I guess. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I mean, I, I didn't ship it before. I don't know if I do now. Although I was more on board with the like, I thought the the dialogue that was going to launch a thousand fanfics was going to be, uh, Din telling asking Cobb if he could buy him a drink I was like you can Matthew Matthew when you've bought me a drink before was there any um subtext to that absolutely oh okay cool all right just just want to double check is that how men is that how men ask each other to get a drink do they say can I buy you a drink I mean if you want to ask someone to get a drink yeah that's what you say yeah uh, how would I word it? I'd be like, hey, I'm going to go get a, uh, hey, you want to get something to drink? I guess I would say that. But if I was insinuating that I was buying someone else a drink, uh, I, I guess I would say, you want to get a drink? I'm, I'm buying. I get, right? I think I would or offer I to buy you. someone a drink if I was asking them to risk their life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There, I think there is a thing of like, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Uh, Bam Bustum says, I'm free for a drink after. Bam, unless you're Emma Watson, uh, maybe. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how this how this episode goes. Uh, Mr. Plow says, my two dads energy. What is that? What does that mean? <laughs> my my two dads energy? Like Cobb and Zin? Quite a bit. Yeah. What? No, no, go ahead, keep going. Oh, okay. Um, so what was I saying? Uh, are we not getting enough romance in these shows? Or are people tired of romance in Star Wars because episode because George Lucas doesn't understand romance and he spoiled romance for everybody? I was gonna say what romance is in Star Wars other than Han and Han and Leia. And then I Padme and Anakin, but that's, Anakin, I, Anakin. I rephrase I'll ask it again. What romance is in Star Wars besides Han and Leia? Unfortunately, Padme and Anakin, I think that that spoiled, George Lucas spoiled romance in Star Wars for everybody. Dude, that's not, that's not romance, man. That's obsession. I don't know. Yeah, no, I get it. But I what don't... I'm saying is because George Lucas doesn't understand romance. He doesn't understand how to write those people. And it kind of messed it up because it made people not want romance in Star Wars. But maybe that's just me. I'm really confused because there's clear romance in Star Wars. It's between me and the brooding anti-hero who wears a mask. In every Kylo, Kylo and Din. Yeah. 
you're not a Han and Poe uh, person. No, I uh, absolutely love Poe Dameron. Um, I love no, Han, Han and Poe are the same archetype. Yeah. No. Right? No, yeah, Han I'm talking about archetypes. No. I think you were supposed Poe to Poe is be. Leia. Poe is Leia. Finn is Han. No. Ray is Luke. No. Han is yeah. Han and Poe are the are dude, the Poe's totally Leia. Poe's way Leia, dude. What do you guys think out there in the comments? Uh let let us know. Sarah, what do you think? Okay, so hold on. We're saying that Finn is Han. Finn is Han. Poe is Leia. Poe is, is Leia. Luke. Oh, reluctant. Yeah. Reluctant to join the rebellion? Yeah, yeah that's reluctant that's, to join the rebellion. And then and then Poe is like true believer, always part, yeah. a part of the rebellion. Yeah. Yes. But I think attitude-wise, they try to give him like swagger, yeah, like that type of thing, that flyboy thing. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I'm a Han Solo girl for for life, since I was maybe seven. It was like my first loves were like Han Solo, Indiana Jones, and Gene Wilder, specifically from Young Frankenstein. Um, Wait, are are what to you? Like my my first loves when I was growing Gene up. Wilder, Gene Wilder, and Young Frankenstein, still an all timer for me. I thought your crushes couldn't get wilder, but they did. <laughs> um, oh, and Rod Serling from the uh, from the Twilight Zone. Dimitri, humor is in your genes. Dude, thank you thank you uh bam come on man bam is first thing bam says matthew looks like aaron Rodgers. i've heard it all my life uh, not all my life just as long as yeah. aaron Rodgers has been relevant yeah bam though says finn is the 3po and rose is true ah the disrespect there there's disrespect <laughs> um finn has a level of luke in him um if we're talking about like like uh uh newcomers and whatnot but again there's the they kind of mixed and matched a couple of key things in all those characters but they kind of have the same you know poe is princess poe is the princess of the rebel the resistance right like poe is the warrior princess of the resistance i get that i I get that i'm i'm thinking a lot about romance in star wars and i think it's the han leia and then um like rebels like Hera and Kanan like it has to be that like pure true love I don't think there's enough sex in Star Wars and that's the problem but because <laughs> I mean, love that too. Right. but that's Read part, aftermath that's part of the problem I think is in uh the sanctuary episode of the Mandalorian there was that really sweet arc of there was like a a little bit of romance between Din and that super badass lady that was in the village who oh, wanted to take episode, his helmet off. Episode uh, three, I think. I think it was episode, it's episode four of the first yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. But I think part of the problem with adding romance into the Mandalorian is the general mood of all of the people that are attracted to men is like, you can't have him have a love interest. Um, Cause I think that would be, you know, we would maybe get angry, but also like we want to, we would maybe want to see him fall in love, but what we really want to do is see him get down to business. And I just don't think they can do that in Star Wars. You're telling me we can't have romance with romance for Din until we have sex for Din? Yes. I think it needs to be both. Interesting. You're telling uh, me. Implied, that, implied sex though? Implied? No. Like we're talking. 
No, I no, it has we're not going to get a hardcore scene. We're not going to shut this shit. <laughs> it's going to be full frontal graphic sex because that's the, that man is so repressed. He has never even shown his face to a person, and you're telling me he's going to be like, "Let's yeah, let's have a gentle kiss. Let's have an I love you, I know." No. You gotta if if you're interested in that Star Wars aftermath, the second book, there is like a lot of sex. Fantastic. So. Oh yeah, Maybe it's, I will. Book, though. it's <laughs> printed, it's so it's never stopped me before. Um, I want to talk about my, and it's it's uh, there's so much. Uh, I'm tired of the Jedi. I'm tired of them. Not tired of seeing them, but I'm tired of their goddamn code. I thought Luke knew better. I thought Luke learned something because Luke telling Grogu that he has to choose one or the other. Fine. I know what Grogu's going to pick, and it's going to be the right choice for Grogu. Awesome. Grogu needs to pick. But the, the, the fact is that Anakin turned to the dark side for many different reasons, but a lot of people left the Jedi Order because of the strict code. They turned to the dark side because it pushed them on the outs. Why is Luke continuing the Jedi Order to be this thing where have no attachments? That's bullshit, the whole have no attachments thing. And Bam Bustums did bring this up. Bam Bustums has a grab bag full of takes. I like you, Bam. Uh, not all of what you're saying, but I like it. Bam did <laughs> yeah. say that Luke Luke was attached to Leia and Han and still continues, right? Yeah, until well, he... Never mind. I was going to say until he tries to murder their son, which he doesn't. It's an unreliable narrator situation. He thinks yeah. about it for a second and then stops. Um, but yeah, I I don't know why he's still doing that. Why is anyone still doing that? If Ahsoka is there talking to him. Right. Like, and obviously he knows that Ahsoka knows Anakin and that's never been brought up as maybe if you're training a new generation of Jedi, you shouldn't have that. They can't love anyone thing. Like, right. I, I think that yeah, the focus of the Jedi isn't like it should it shouldn't be don't love. It should be don't be biased in your love. Don't let your connections and your emotions cloud your judgment. If you are to make a solid choice, you have to like see it logically. Sorry, Matthew. No, I mean that's what I was getting at. It's like, yeah, we we know where this story goes, right? We know that he builds a school, we know it gets torn down. And that he does, he does change. That's why he wants to destroy the Jedi Order, right? So, I mean, in between then and and the end of Return of the Jedi, he's gonna still be, you know, all pro Jedi, right? Like, does 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 that mean I don't get what the Jedi's that I want until post Episode Nine? If that, like, I want my the the I want the actual thoughtful, loving, attached Jedi's. Is that too much to ask? Well. Just watch Star Wars Rebels. Just get the crew with a ghost in there to smack some okay. sense into uh, into Luke. I'll, I just want to um, real quick share that when he put the the chainmail out and then the lightsaber on the other side, it reminded me of all those videos that people make of their babies picking like a Pokemon starter where they put out the three plushes and they make their babies crawl to whichever one they want. Yeah, um, I just really had to share that really important 
thought I'm, that I, I had like, when I was watching it. <laughs> I'm happy. I had no idea this was a thing, so. Oh, yeah. People yeah. do it with, like, different onesies with different Hogwarts houses, or they'll put the starter out, and then their baby crawls to the one that they want. And that sets that. the path if, for their child. If I ever have children, I'll do that with, like, baseball teams, but I'll just put, like, different versions of the Dodger hat. <laughs> you pick the Dodgers. Your path has been chosen for you. It's your destiny. Yeah. Uh, I would. Oh man, I would love that. Maybe I should. I should just have a kid just so I could do that. Huh. All right. I recommend it. They're delightful. Yeah. And then you can. My tip for having kids is that if you cosplay with your kid, your cosplay doesn't have to be that good because your kid is so cute. That people will just be like, they're so cute. Everyone's going yeah. to the kid anyway. I yeah. like it. Um, Mr. Plow, actually, it sounds like a joke, but it's actually real. That's how they find the next Dalai Lama. Is they put items from their previous life in front of them or something. Uh, and then they they, cho- they choose what they're connected with. Anyway, um, what if you did like a Myers-Briggs one? It's like, are you, are you an I or an E? Walk to that one. Are you, uh, I, I'm just joking. I told my daughter she had to pick her lightsaber color at this point. Yeah. And, um, she picked rainbow. Um, she wants it all. So I got her a rainbow lightsaber and it's in the mail. Yeah. Uh, uh, That's cool. It's because she saw Star Wars Visions and at one point in Star Wars Visions in I think the third episode, someone has a rainbow lightsaber. And so oh. she's been ruined by anime. And Star Wars combined, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, oh, I don't, oh, what were you going to say, Matt? I wanted to say when, um, when the thing I said I wanted to say. Yeah. When Ahsoka and, uh, and Dinjarin are walking through and he's like, is it safe here? She's like, this is the safest place in the galaxy with Luke Skywalker. It's like, oh. Shit, this hits differently. <laughs> There's no safer place than Hogwarts. That's the exact same line. It's the same energy. And you're like, oh, <laughs> wait, why are we saying this is the safest place? Because in because with well, Kylo we, and everything, we know and... what happens. Yeah, we literally see that school burning to the ground. And how and many? Like, but how many students him. died? How do we know? I don't. At least half, right? And then half I don't know. Went with went with Kylo. Half of the students went with Kylo. How many yeah, how many dead. dead kids is too many dead kids for you, Dimitri? What's the whoa, what's the cutoff? You're like it's not that bad if not that many of them no, die. Well, I I'm just wondering what happened to the rest of the Jedi oh, after oh, that oh. point. You get what I mean? I thought, I thought you were like three Padawans died at most. It was fine. No, I'm just saying like what does it mean for the future of Star Wars? Are there trained Jedi's out there that we just didn't see in seven, eight, and nine? I I think. There are other Jedi that are around yeah. that are like in hiding, right? Yeah. Maybe Luke Skywalker is the last like prominent one that people know about. But there's, yeah. there's bound to be some people hiding out. Look, there are holes and flaws in the sequel trilogy. That being said, there are holes, super huge holes and flaws in the prequels and super huge holes and flaws in the original. Even the original that we all hold dear to us is not flawless. Like Ewoks aren't even named in the movie. Hole. Yeah, what are you talking about? Holes? You should, people don't kiss their sister like that? <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I just discovered the flaw in Empire Strikes Back in that it's so long. You don't know how long it is until you try to watch it with a four and a half year old. And we had to like take snack breaks and I was like, this is a long movie. They're on Hoth 
for so long. Oh, an empire? Yeah, it's like 45 yeah. minutes. Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, also older movies are slower. Movies have picked up and, you know, psychological time is what the it's called. The good old days. Uh, eh, depends. It depends. Uh, I also wrote down in my notes, uh, they killed my wife. That whole bar blew up. I know nobody oh, did unless you see a body. Let's but talk, they, we didn't they, even they, talk about that, yeah. Let's talk my about wife? Okay, that was, okay, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm torn because I don't, like, from all the previous episodes of this after show, I've been talking about how I want to see more of the sanctuary. I want to see more. I want to see more of the people in it. And that idea was blown to bits. Yeah, literally. <laughs> oh, and yes, what's her name? I don't know. I just call it my wife. I don't know what her name is. She has a name. It's like I call her like honey or baby or darling. I just feel like that's the that's the thing that's been kind of my one gripe with Book of Boba Fett. I have been enjoying it, but like that they can't quite get the tone of it right. They can't quite decide what kind of like tone to take with the show. And that was very clear in this episode. It was like we got these scenes and then we got the Western stuff. And then in the last 45 seconds, we're going to blow up the, you know, it's like, okay. Yeah, the yeah. tone is kind of all over the place in this series. It's like, sure. should we have saved that for the opening of the final episode? If is we're that not to get us back to the present though? Like I mean finish yeah. the episode just so we can st- like now we're just like back to that point G- madam garza flip oh of course, that's of course that's what it was what her her name her name yeah, is the sound that? that spider spider webs make that's the whip whip oh is it not the whip uh whip Gar- is what oh whip oh whip it's whip uh, Fwip is what Jason Statham would say if he was trying to say uh, 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 Spider-Man's sound. Mm. Be like, it's, yeah, right, it's a Fwip. It's a Fwip. You know, it's my birthday. So Fwip. That's uh, that's my Jason Statham. Anyway. It was great. It was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Um, with an F. Anyway, the point being is... Uh, Sanctuary, come on, what? I w- A moment of silence for the, for the oh. sanctuary. Pour one out. Oh man, anyway, she was super hot and the Twi'leks were super hot. And um, do you think the Trandoshans will heal from that one? I don't know. What I wanna know is- he, He's Max just growing back his now? arm. Oh yeah, Max Rebo. Did they just Rebo? bring Max Rebo just to kill him? Gosh. Yeah, as long as Max Rebo got out, I'm happy. Max Rebo always like, <laughs> always <laughs> like getting out in the nick of time. He was on Jabba's That's barge. Super sus, man. Super Jabba's sus. Jabba's barge. When Jabba's barge explodes, Max Rebo gets out. Right. It's just going to, the next episode is going to start with like Max Rebo's hand or foot, I guess, like coming, <laughs> coming out of the room. She's like, I will have my revenge. Yeah. Yeah. The book of Max Rebo. Yeah. That's what I want to watch. At the end of every book is another book. That is true. Oh, whoa. That's philosophical. Damn. Think about it. 
I I feel like I may be an outlier in Star Wars people because part of me is like I do enjoy you know I've enjoyed watching Boba Fett grow as a character and you know um, getting some character development for him but I also love kind of like the one-off Mandalorian episodes like the prison job one where I'm like this is just fun Star Wars you know and I feel like when you try to get too many cameos and set up too much future stuff you kind of lose that that's why I I, you know I'm a big advocate for Star Wars visions because it was like this is a one-off this is 15 minutes of like pure like Star Wars fun here's the thing you've never seen in Star Wars before someone's lightsaber changed red just because they were mad and they went to the dark side for a second and then they were like sorry guys sorry and then it turned green again like that kind of stuff that it's like this is just a fun thing and I feel like it's getting lost in the weeds a little bit in this show which is a real bummer because I love Boba Fett and I've loved watching Boba Fett and I think we've lost the plot of it and that's a real bummer yeah and they'll get back to it, but I agree that, like, almost as much as I've liked these last two episodes, it feels like a waste of the Boba Fett show. And that's kind of, because I would have liked more of this, like, sanctuary blowing up, the pikes walking around. Like, I want to see, like, a frozen yogurt shop on Tatooine get, like, extorted for money. You know what I mean? Like, random things. But, like, that's the crime element. I don't feel like we're seeing enough of the crime which is kind of what this show was kind of built on, is that crime element. Kept being like crime lords, crime bosses, daimyo, different factions, extortion and bribery. I worry that it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy of like, oh, is Boba Fett, is this Boba Fett enough to carry an entire show? And it's like, well, he could have been, but they didn't let him. So now it's going to be like, well, they knew he couldn't carry a show like that. So that's why they had to have two Mandalorian episodes in the middle of it. If the Mandalorian could carry... Sorry. Sorry, I interrupted. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I was pretty much done. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, if Mando could carry his own show, why can't Boba Fett? Like... Because there's no preconceived notion about who Mando is. Right. We haven't been taking seven minutes of, of Boba Fett screen time for 30 years. I mean, I have a Boba Fett tattoo just because I went to a May the 4th tattoo thing and like that was one of the designs, and I was like, "Yeah, Boba Fett is dope. I'm gonna get this on my body forever." You know? Yeah, I. We all want something different from Star Wars, and I think there there are ways we can all have what we want, and that's having the TV shows and doing a bunch of different TV shows. If you want some dog fights, well, too bad. No more Rangers of the Old Republic or New Republic. But like if there, excuse me, there has to be a show out there that's going to be like a Starfighter show. And there's going to be an Ahsoka Jedi related show, right? And like, we're going to get like these like espionage undercover stuff with Andor, I'm assuming. We're going to see Obi-Wan and I don't even know what type of show Obi-Wan's going to be. Ob- the, the fact that Obi-Wan's getting a series actually makes no sense to me. <laughs> like, it just, does, I don't know what's going to happen in it. But then again, uh, Boba Fett, I didn't know what's going to happen Boba Fett either, but whatever. I think as the TV universe, uh, like, I think it just needs some more time to stretch its legs and find out where it's going. Because that's one of the things, it's been very hard for me as a lifelong Star Wars fan. You know, I had Star Wars bed sheets on my bed as a kid. Um, and being a Marvel fan, 
and like being really excited for the Marvel stuff. And it's yeah, like, yeah. I'm not that, I didn't think I was that big of a Marvel fan. I think until the shows, yeah, you know, yeah. and they have, it's, it is that thing of like, there's WandaVision, but like, that's really good if you really like love old TV, it's got all those references. And then a little more grounded, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And then we got Loki and then, you know, like everything had a different tone to it. And now it's like Bo- Mandalorian and Boba Fett are the only live action ones we've got and they have yeah. the same kind of vibe to them so yeah. we, you can't help but compare them against each other yeah um, even though they should be separate shows but of course now they're intermixing so you then have to compare what we got last episode and this episode to what we've gotten from book of boba fett and it's like those it's and then you get the, you know, the best episode of the book of Boba Fett was the Mandalorian episode, you know, like right. that kind of thing. And it's like, well, no, episode two was amazing. Um, right. I thought that was my favorite. I, I think it's because we put, and this is going to sound weird. We put Robert Rodriguez and Bryce Dallas Howard on the same level. And they're not, at least for this, as least is what I'm looking at this. When it comes to Star Wars, Bryce Dallas Howard is a better director. Steph Green's better than all of them. Which which episodes did Steph Green do? She too. Okay, and that's good. But the Robert Rodriguez one, it's like Bryce Dallas Howard needs more work as a director. And we like, didn't have that much time in like current time with Boba Fett because we spent a lot of time in the flashbacks, which was great, and learning more about Tuscans and his journey with the Tuscans. And then we did a whole flashback episode with Fennec and bonding with Fennec. And then when we finally got caught up to real time, we went to the Mandalorian episode, you know? So right. we've, we've spent so much of it building up how he got here, and we've spent very little time in the here. No matter what happens in this season, it just won't be a cohesive season. I don't think there's anything that'll happen in episode seven that could make the season cohesive. You can like the season as a whole, but saying that it has a, a consistent story, it did until not this episode, but last episode. And I think we got to accept it. And we got to, I'm hoping Boba Fett gets a full, like gets another season because I'm a little bit let down and I feel bad for the character. And this is coming from somebody who, and I quote, we already have Mandalorian. I don't think we need Boba Fett to ever come back from the Sarlacc. That was my, because that was my opinion. My opinion was that Mando is everything that we wanted in Boba except actually competent. And then Boba comes around and gives us a new take on Boba, which I love and explores that and great. But now we're doing him a disservice. And it's kind of sad, especially because I really like Tamura Mose. Oh yeah. And especially in this episode where like Fennec is doing all the talking and he's just kind of standing there looking around. It's like, you're making him look incompetent in his own show which is a real bummer right right um i don't oh just a quick thing before i i I continue on um i think star wars needs an anthology show not a show which with different episodes but kind of like how they did visions let's just do short films 20 minute stuff like quick 20 minutes do 10 of them and do it live action in continuity. 
do yeah, what you like did in Visions. A, a day in the life of these people that are not within, they're in the Star Wars universe, but not connected to any of the main right. characters or the main things. Like I, right. yeah, like an episode of what's happening in Cobb Vance town as these people are, you know, like that is all fantastic. I love that kind of world building stuff, which is why right. I did enjoy Solo a little bit um, more than most people. Cause it's yeah. like, space train it's a space train that's a new thing i haven't seen before i like expanding on the world of star wars and i think that's the problem is everything keeps zeroing back in of like oh we got ahsoka oh we got cad bane oh we got you know the people that you already know i want to be new people that's why i like the mandalorian so much that to be fair you know so much of it is new people to be fair though cad bane and ahsoka it wasn't long ago that they were new you know I mean, right. So I think it's, I, it's almost like we're having, I mean, I can't speak on this, like I said, cause I'm not a Clone Wars person, but I know that Clone Wars is in recent memory, but it's not new. So it's yeah, almost like, yeah. it's like immediate nostalgia. Like instead of having nostalgia for the originals 30, 40 years ago, we're having nostalgia for the Clone Wars seven years ago, you know, like the nostalgia right. for the stuff that happened so recently. I don't know. Yeah. Clone Wars is actually a long time ago. It's like 2008, I think it started, right? I think it started 2008. Sounds about right. Is that on the movie? It was seven years ago. Yeah, I think. uh, Yeah, the year 2000. (laughs) Yeah, it was like yeah. Uh, uh, You were born born 2000. You must be 10 years old. Yeah, I'm a 90s kid. (laughs) Um. August tenth, two thousand eight. Yeah, two thousand eight. Um, so I think there's a lot, and I think that they're still trying to figure out what they what they want to give us from Star Wars, and they're also trying to figure out can they hinge a whole property on one character slash actor, or should dare I say actress? Because when that actress, let's just say actress, says you know says something bad does something bad whatever and you can't hinge a whole series on them anymore they become a liability then what happens to the whole series you know so i think they're trying to figure out like they're lucky pedro pascal they're lucky tamura morrison ming na wen pedro pascal has never done anything wrong in his life i think i'm sensing a trend here I think I've said he's a trend here and it might be too controversial for any of our shows. So I'm going to keep it to my side. <laughs> I, I think I know what's in your brain and I agree. Strong yeah, uh, I, I guess uh, if I'm going to tweak my idea that it was in my brain, I think we need actors who feel like they have something to lose. That, that their career is their life and they are professional about it. And I think that that's a specific type of actor a lot of the time. Um, and so, you know, it is what it is. Um, Mr. Plow says everyone was on Buffy. Who was on Buffy? Like everyone was. Okay. Anyway. Uh, Pedro uh, Buffy. What? Pedro Pascal was on Buffy. He was on. I know he was on like Law and Order. For an episode, he was like a goth guy. Oh. Uh. Bam Bustums also brings up that Samuel L. Jackson could come back as Mace Windu. I would love to see flashbacks to Mace, but I would like to believe that Mace is dead. I'd, I'm tired of Jedi and Sith always coming back. Like they, ne- it's, it's Fast and the Furious. 
It's only a matter of time till Gal Gadot comes back in Fast and the Furious. If he's going to come back, I think it'd be in the Obi-Wan series as a Force Ghost. But I don't see him coming cool. back in any other context. I would love At a least flashback. I hope not. You don't think a flashback? Okay. That's fair. I really like um, the take of, like, I don't like Jedis. <laughs> I'm done with Jedi. I don't want to see any more Jedi stories. You're, you're, t- you're saying me? Yeah, your take. Like, lightsabers are cool, but Jedi aren't. Oh, well, I've always been a fan of the of the, the secondary characters in Star Wars. I don't like the fact that it always hinges on a Jedi to save the day. And Jedis are cool. Like, I, you know, when I read the books, like, you know, Junior Jedi, Knight Academy, Junior Jedi Academy, uh, Junior, uh, uh, Young Jedi Knight, uh, series, uh, uh, you know, all, all, all those books, they were all Jedi focused and I love the Jedi, but also they were able to love, they were able to be their own people within reason. And sure, some people still fell to the dark side, but it's better than pushing people to the dark side, you know? And I feel like you do that a lot uh, with the old Jedi Order and I guess with this new Luke stuff. So um, I always liked Tales of the Bounty Hunters, that uh, anthology book. And that really defined what I wanted from Star Wars is Tales from Jabba's Palace and Tales from the Bounty Hunters. Those are two anthology books that I read when I was a kid. You know? So that's what I want out of Star Wars. That's why I like Rogue One. I do like Solo also because of that. So that's just. I don't dislike those movies. They're good. You know? Um, Thank you guys so much, uh, everybody out there for watching. Uh, uh, Let me me do some shout outs. We got Bam Bustons, we got Mr. Plow. Critic Patel just stopped by to say Cad Bane, exclamation points, and uh, didn't say anything past that. <laughs> Derpy Gaming at least said a little bit of more, more stuff. Derpy, uh, I believe, peaced out. It is late for a lot of people. Uh, I know that. We're on the Pacific time. We're on the West Coast, and so it's a little bit different. But East Coast people, uh, thank you guys for staying up, if you, if you were. Um, I want to thank uh, uh, Sarah so much for being the guest on this a very special episode um and matthew for being my co-host so thank you so much uh matthew uh where uh, where can we find you as co-host you know or as just your own man you can find me here next week the last episode of the book of bofet and the last episode of the book of bofet after show for at least season one right um you can follow me on my social media at matthew a mori if you'd like um, I don't post there that often, but, you know, we can be friends. Uh, you can stream my band, search for the EP Overwhelming Odds. That's the name of the record. Uh, we have, um, hey, we're on Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff. So you can find me there. Listen to The Devil Don't Take Holidays. That's probably our most successful song. So, yeah, cool. Sounds good. Sounds good. Also, Mr. Plow brought, brings up that nobody checked on the deputy. I, I'm pretty much sure that like they saw Cad Bane unload seven shots into him, and they're like, we don't have much time. We're going to check on this guy over here, you know? I get the feeling um, you liked him that much either. He didn't seem and deputy, to be a yeah. super liked guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Cobb Vance's hair, though, he has, some, he has some good hair. He has some good hair. Um, Sarah, 
what is your social media? Where can we find you? What do you got coming up? Uh, so I am Ms. Marauder, Ms. underscore Marauder uh, on Instagram. Instagram is like mostly pictures of my child and I in cosplay um, and at Disneyland. And you guys do great. You guys do great cosplay. You guys Thank are you. wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, we'll be at WonderCon if WonderCon happens. Um, yeah. uh, TikTok is the same handle and I hit 10K on TikTok today. Yes. Um, so that's exciting. I'm always very confused about what people want from me on that platform. Um, cause right now my two videos that are doing well are about tattoos and Legos. Um, mm. so that's what you can see. I'm getting my knee tattooed tomorrow. So I'll document that and lots of, uh, Lego and packing up Lego, uh, moving content. So if you want to see a tour of my 30 Harry Potter Lego sets and tune into my TikTok. <laughs> is that most of your Legos is, is Harry Potter? I have every Harry Potter Lego set that has come out since 2010. Um, oh. And then when it, when it comes to Star Wars and Marvel, I usually, so I have all of the Mandalorian sets. And then I have like an at-at, I have um, just a couple kind of random Star Wars ones um, and some random Marvel um, ones. I think I have Thor's like hangout from New Asgard. Yeah, um, the new set so, that came out. Yeah, so I get random ones, but the ones that I collect, collect are the Harry Potter ones. Those are the ones that it's a, uh, like a, like I have to. Right. I can't uh, not, because I've come so far and I have so many of them. Yeah, I'm, and, I'm that way. I do the Marvel and the DC sets and I have almost everything, except for 2021 Marvel. Uh, I fell behind because I didn't have much money. So Eternals, Shang-Chi, I don't have any of those, but I want to. I got the Black Widow one, but I got it in 2020. It dropped in Target before COVID. And then they had to reschedule the movie. So the Black Widow set came out first, <laughs> a year before it came out. But, you know. Yeah, I have the deluxe, like the big Harry Potter one with like the owl. It's like the fanciest one that's come out lately, but I'm in the that castle. Little... No, 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 I have the castle. Oh, okay. Um, no, it's like a giant. Yeah, hold on. Okay. So Sarah is getting her her giant Lego. Oh, it's a giant Lego owl, and then like the letter from Hogwarts, right? Is that what it is? That is cool. Okay, that is huge. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Can't hear us. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't even know yeah. that was a thing. Yeah. So I just got this one, um, but it's like I don't know if I should put it together before I move or after. Depends. Uh, on after. Yeah. After. After. Uh, a good idea. Yeah. After. Yeah. 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 So it's um, just sitting in my yeah, office now. Yeah. It's a very expensive paperweight. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, Matt, yeah. I, I, I think I cut you off. What did what I did forget? Say? I think I was okay. going to say how Lego tattoo would be cool on the leg. I, um, I don't know if I have, I, I can maybe do a single Lego brick. I'm getting my knee tattooed tomorrow. Mm. Uh, if you would all pray for me. <laughs> um, cause this is it going to hurt a lot. Yeah, it's not the funnest. I mean, it's right on the bone there. Um, and anywhere that's bendy is more painful than anywhere that's not bendy. What kind of uh, painful? Bone or skin pain? Or muscle pain? Uh, it's bone. You can feel the needle like vibrate close to the bone. And then anywhere where it's bendy, it's like hitting nerves. Um, so. Okay. But I've had, okay. I have my entire stomach tattooed. So once you have your stomach tattooed, I've heard everything else is a, a little bit easy. So, all right. Uh, you should do TikToks on that, though. Are you going to do TikToks on that? Yes, that'll be. Uh, and then my legs will be pretty much full. I, I won't have 
I'm oh. running out of room. What it? Okay. I okay. Why do you get a new favorite Star Wars character? You know. I have, no, I've got some arms. I this is pretty much the only spot that I don't have tattoos anymore. What if? What if there's like a weird hot Star Wars alien that has like really long legs, and you're like, of course, I gotta have them on my leg. Well, then no, I could do it right. There's lots of room for legs there. I mean, what I have. <laughs> I've got Kylo Ren, I have Mando and Grogu, and I have uh, Boba Fett. Those are okay. my three tattoos. And then I have 16 Harry Potter tattoos. What, uh, yes. what house are you in before we go? That's for another podcast. Uh, yeah. I'm Slytherin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm a kind of a dick. Oh, that's, that's not I'm, what Slytherins are about. I'm, I'm like sarcastic to the point that I mean. That's what makes me a Slytherin. I mean, you could be sarcastic to the point of being mean for any other house, but okay. Yeah, but I don't have any of the other qualities. <laughs> okay, that, that's, fair. that's fair. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not creative. Uh, it's, I'm like a, I'm a Slytherin Hufflepuff cusp. Okay, yeah, I'm a Slytherin Ravenclaw. Yeah. So, Matt, Matt is... I'm a 34-year-old man. <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah, we're, we're, we're all uh sarah and i are gen z kids so you know that's where I you am, differ that is... matt is so different than us i know i'm so yeah beneath me. i'm definitely not 24 i'm sorry 34 did you say 34 i'm definitely 34. not 34 we're 19 fam i'm just gen kidding. z i saw the first two harry potter movies they were good that's our generation, though. That's millennials. Don't act like Harry Potter's a new thing. I wasn't. I wasn't into it. I was. Um, I was eleven. Nobody's perfect. I was eleven when the first Harry Potter book came out, and I bought it at the Scholastic Book Fair. Ooh, and yeah. it was like one of those things where it's like the TVA was watching to make sure I did yeah. it. It was like this is going to change. I have, a kid, <laughs> I have a kid because of Harry Potter. That's a weird, convoluted story, but yeah, <laughs> Harry Potter's the reason I have a child. Um, that's another that's another <laughs> that's a session of therapy i think is, is what yes. it is not knocking therapy uh i got an appointment next week so we're good uh but i also don't have a kid because of harry potter maybe i don't have a kid because of harry potter maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's a thing uh well uh thank you guys so much for for coming on the show obviously thank you to everybody out there who is watching if you're watching the live stream you are watching us on volume.com twitch.tv or youtube.com do you even have to say youtube.com youtube twitch volume we're on all three that's where we're live streaming to if you are listening to the podcast you are listening to us wherever you get your podcast from so apple Podcasts, google play soundcloud spotify and iHeartRadio. we're all there we also have a patreon please support the show by subscribing to our patreon there's multiple tiers you find one that works within your price set uh for something i think as small as like five bucks a month uh you could even five bucks a month still it helps us out and you get some cool stuff with the tears so patreon.com slash the keeg show i'm trying to make the keeg bigger and better trying to add more shows trying to add live shows or not like live stream live live shows but like in-person live shows so i got a lot i got a lot uh and sarah i'm definitely gonna hit you up uh because you don't live too far yeah let's have a live show where people can yell at me about the sequel trilogy yeah <laughs> We'll we'll um, do that. I'll be there. I'll, 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 hand, I'll take I'll it hand, too. I'll hand them tomatoes. How about that? We yeah, can, they can buy like a, tomatoes. We can make our money that way. 
like a Star Wars food fight where we just yell about the symbols yeah. and just stand up there, put blindfold over our eyes. <laughs> it's just so me with a banana cream pie, and I'm like, Grumpy Luke is the best Luke. I think that actually would be a cool show idea is like a hot take night where it's just like, let's just talk about our hot takes. And if you disagree with the hot takes, you can buy, we can supply food. Yeah, sell it. And of different, of different, like, like we're talking a whole cake. Like you do a whole sheet of cake and sell that for a higher price and like do different things. It's like, and then uh, have some fun with it. I think that'd be cool. Put a tarp down. Anyway, these are the ideas. Patreon.com slash The Keeg Show. Definitely support The, the Keeg. Uh, you can find us on, on social media, on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at The Keeg Show. T-H-E-K-E-E-G-S-H-O-W. And next week is our final episode, at least of season one of The Book of Boba Fett. We'll see if it gets another season. Episode seven of The Book of Boba Fett after show. Uh, and The Keeg Back starts back up again this Friday. So definitely stay tuned for that. Uh, we got a lot of shows. Check out our social media. You'll find out about all of them. Matthew, you got anything to say? Kickback's cool. Glad it's coming back. Kickback is coming back. Uh, it, it's It's been a notoriously fun time. So uh, I'm excited to see season three of the Kickback. Anyway, thank you, everybody, for coming on, for watching the show, uh, for doing yo thing. I'm your host, Demetri Pereira. And this has been the Boba Fett After Show, episode seven, six, six, episode six. Take care.